You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Writing Excuses has been brought to you by Audible. Visit audiblepodcast.com slash excuse for free trial membership. This is Writing Excuses, Season 4, Episode 32, recorded live from Dragons and Fairy Tales in uh, Eagle Mountain, Eagle Mountain. Utah. Yes. Um, First paragraphs? First paragraphs. Yeah. 15 minutes long because you're in a hurry. And we're obviously not that smart. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we're front and front, live in front of an audience, and so that makes, that makes Dan nervous. And when Dan's nervous, I'm nervous. And so um, what we're going to do today is I actually posted online um, to have people bring the first paragraphs of their pieces, and we are going to critique them. Um, and, and try and look at them. Now, I wanted to set up a ground rule, the ra- ground rules. We are not American Idol. Our job is not to rip these to shreds, and we're not going to try to. <laughs> okay. um, we oh, may man. sound a little bit negative. We're not trying to sound negative. All we want to do is kind of talk about what we feel about the paragraph and see if there's a way that we could suggest improving it, either line edits or content edits or whatever. So this will be a hybrid first lines um, podcast, hybrid line editing podcast. And these brave individuals have either brought paragraphs or they um, emailed them to me. So. We're going to go ahead and start with Michelle's paragraph, all right? And I will read it, and then we'll see what happens. It mocks me. It sits there, blinking, and each blink seems to say, Ha! I am still in the same place I was an hour ago, which means you haven't written anything. Go. Thoughts? Okay. Um, I like the, uh, it's kind of a twist at the end of that paragraph, but it's about writing. Mm -hmm. I was expecting this to be about something else. Okay. Um, So that intrigues me enough to read the second paragraph. All right. Yeah, I want to find out what's blinking. Is it a clock? Is it the timer on the VCR, which is also a clock? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Will you tell me what's in the next paragraph? I Uh, must know. No, you're not allowed to know what's in the next paragraph. Looking at this this paragraph just from a writer's eyes, there's a couple of things that's actually doing very well. I I have no complaints about this paragraph. Um, You'll notice that that the author, Michelle, has put some of the sentences in conflict with with themselves, which Mm -hmm. creates instant tension. You know, um, I'm still sitting in the same place I was an hour ago, which means you haven't written anything. Um, It it starts off with conflict. Um, It is... 
personifying something, which is a little tad bit of a worry, but um, it's balanced by a very strong voice. Yeah, um, we talked about that a few weeks back, yeah. where the personification is okay, mm -hmm. provided it's something we maintain. Right. Or yeah. hang now, on. Yeah. Now my my. Honest reaction to the ha mm -hmm. was I thought, oh, that just ruined it for me. Okay. But then by the end of the paragraph, like I said, it's a very nice twist and that mm -hmm. sense of humor becomes a consistent thing rather than a, an out of place thing and it worked very well. Any um, words you guys would cut from that? Um, I don't see any. It looks pretty lame to me. Hold it, yeah. hold it and look at it so that I can see the words. Um, I, I wouldn't cut anything. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Um, my only suggestion then to Michelle on this would be to be very careful that um, you s start to give us some scene and setting soon, because if you just continue in this sort of falling in love with the voice of the character um, for too long and mm -hmm. having yeah. fun with just this narrative, we're going to really get to know the voice but not have a scene yeah, yeah. Um, and that's a danger um, and that's particularly a danger in this type of piece Dan does this a lot when he first writes in he's getting the character voice and that's great to get you to get the character voice but make sure you give us a setting soon yeah, and I would I would come back to the that personification that anthropomorphizing that's happening there you are making a promise of sorts to the reader um, and so keep an eye on it well setting and genre I think is also a concern yeah for, for marketing reasons there's Nothing in that first paragraph tells me where this book is or what shelf it's going to be on. See, I immediately, just my, my, my um, instincts go that this is um, YA teen girl, maybe with, you know, I, I, I wouldn't say maybe. paranormal right now. So, yeah. All right, let's do the next one. Um, this one is from Austin. Um, Lithels sat atop the tallest spire of Castle Mountain, his eyes closed. Rain was falling down unusually hard this time of year, the sky completely darkened by angry storm clouds. He had something to do with that. Let it rain, he thought, lending the rain power. Let the rain hide me. Okay. Again, that's kind of a cool end to the paragraph. Right, we need really we need worse people um, to bring us <laughs> paragraphs. Well, I do have complaints okay. about this one, though. Um, it, it starts off, I mean... This, this is possibly unfair, but my, my reaction reading that is that it starts off very passively. Okay. I'm um, not necessarily passive voice, mm -hmm. but right. the person is sitting with their eyes closed. I mean, there, there's no okay. action no, anywhere you're right. in this you're very right. Well, the other thing is that the rain is falling unusually hard right now yeah. for this time of year. And yeah. so in communicating that, that needs to be worded differently. It does. The, you know, the rain is thundering, which, you know... Torrential, you know, right. which is odd for spring. Or well, something. no, I, I want to. My my big complaint of this is if, if you're going to start with a um, with a setting like this, which you are, you're setting the atmosphere. I want to feel it, um, and I don't yeah. feel it right now. I want to say, Lithel sat atop the tallest spire. That's fine. His eyes closed, feeling the icy rain pelt his skin. Each um, yeah. Each drop feeling as if it had been hurled from above by, you know, some monstrous force smashing against him, splashing against the ground with the pelting sound, you know, of a horse's stampede. Yeah. And, you know, and lightning crashed and the spire shook. That's I want to be the there. first paragraph of my next book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> see, I that, was that's just going you know, soaked to the bone, his yeah. skull yeah. drumming yeah. under the rain. See, but I want, I want, remember, sensory experience. If you're yeah. going to start with this, and just, I want one line that tells me, is it cold? Is the rain falling hard? How does it sound? Yeah. And I really want to feel well, that. And in addition to being very sensory, that gives you a lot of action. 
I mean, it's not the main character right. being active, but there's exciting verbs. Well, it went, and then when he's, um, he compares his power to the rain, mm -hmm. he's lending his power to the rain, we instantly will get a sense for how the force of his magical power is, this wild tempest that he is inciting, and it will immediately then give us a feel for the magic in a concrete way rather than an abstract way because we've now felt the power of the magic that he is using. You know, the other mm -hmm. thing that might help uh, instead of tallest spire, yeah. it can still be the tallest spire, but maybe give the spire a name. Mm. You know, maybe okay. it's maybe it's the king's spire. Maybe it's the right king's spire. You know, and say fifty feet above the city, or um, you know, one hundred and fifty, yeah. or whatever yeah. it is. Um, all right, let's move on to TJ. By the way, you are all very brave individuals, and <laughs> thank you for letting us do this. Um, loving Elizabeth Harrison's kidnapping was the third in the last week. First, it was Mary Halliwell who disappeared from school. Then Alex Tanner never came home a few days later. Every teacher at Frontier High School, many of the students, and all family members were questioned by the police. This was the third time, however, that Ellie was questioned. The first couple were informal, a 20-minute interview with a local officer in the principal's office, just like everyone else. This time was different. Elizabeth was his twin. They took him to the police station and put him in the interrogation room. Wow. Mm. Steep learning curve. Yeah. Steep, steep learning, learning curve. curve. Uh, I'm going to argue that the first word needs to not be the first word. Yeah. I was having real trouble with that sentence. Loving is a verb, and you're going to have to... You're going to have to convince me that that's not a verb by putting it in the middle of a sentence and capitalizing it instead of leading the book. Yeah, I think it's yeah. supposed to be her name, yes. Loving Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. um, it's a cool name, but that's a very awkward place to put it. Right, because I had to, the first time you listened that I paused I, I when heard, I tried to read it. I heard that. you read it. That was amazing. Um, <laughs> and I was really trying to figure out what that sentence meant. Um, and Now, th there's yeah. actually a, uh, several sentences in here that yeah. uh, are awkwardly phrased. I especially liked... Um, Alex Tanner never came home a few days later. Right. <laughs> Sorry to laugh. Sorry to laugh. But no, but I do. I do the same thing. Right. You know, mm -hmm. I. The, the, that's often the way we think. Right. You know. That, and, that, that sentence is backwards. It means to yeah. me. A few days later, Alex Tanner never came home. For, came came home from school. Mm -hmm. um, well, and never came home doesn't need a day on which it happens because it right. is always happening forever. Right. Yeah. Um, well, and we've we've got a lot of passive voice in here. Every teacher, front teacher, school high school and many students and all family members were questioned by the police. Um, that's a classic passive sentence. Um, it's not a bad one. It's the sort we always use, but you really got to watch them, particularly beginnings. If you start with police questioned every teacher at Frontier High School and many of the students, this was the third time that Ellie had, had gone through yeah. that. Um, you know, we have <clears throat> police doing something, yeah. and then we have the, the sort of conflict with the character in the last, um, the predicate, and it will set the sentence up much better and set the scene much better. Um, so in this one, I'm, I, I really worry that the language really could use a, um, a workover. Um, clarity is gonna be, is gonna be the, the thing that I would yeah. suggest to you. Watch that clarity, watch that passive voice. Now, what we meant when we said steep learning curve, yeah. there's a lot of names given to us yeah. uh, very quickly, just in the first, it looks like you think you read two yeah, paragraphs. Yeah, I did read one. two paragraphs this time. We get five or six names. Mm -hmm. That's not necessarily bad as long as it's very clear and we understand what's going on. Yeah, I may suggest getting rid of last names for this. Um, if it's from Ellie's viewpoint and these are friends or people mm -hmm. she knew, um, you may start with the first one, then you say, then Alex, I don't know, I might keep the last names. Um, it, the one that's really worrying me was Elizabeth was his twin. 
and I'm trying to remember, okay, is that loving Elizabeth? And whose twin is the his? Is the his twin the the officer, or was it Eli? I, yeah, I, guess I actually it's Eli, did not. not Ellie. Yeah. Um, and so, um, yeah. Um, yeah. So. Uh, she was the twin of Eli who's being questioned. See, that's something I'd leave, leave with. Um, Eli's sister was kidnapped the third day of the week. Uh, yeah. We've got a viewpoint character that something terrible happened to. We don't, he's not going to care as much about Alex Tanner's. His twin sister's been kidnapped. Um, and we, we don't find that out for, for quite a while. Hey, writers. Are you thinking about learning a new language? I think exploring the world, experiencing other cultures, and being able to communicate with people outside your everyday experience lets you create richer, better stories. A great way to do that is with Rosetta Stone, a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They use an immersive technique which leads to fast language acquisition. It's an intuitive process that helps you really learn to speak, listen, and most of all think in the language you're trying to learn. They also feature true accent speech recognition technology that gives you feedback on your pronunciation. It's like having a voice coach in your home. Learn at home or on the go with a desktop and mobile app that let you download and access lessons even when you're offline. And it's an amazing value. A lifetime membership gives you access to all 25 languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, German, Japanese, and, of course, Korean. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Writing Excuses listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. 
Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. All right, we're going to go ahead and do our book of the week. Um, by the way, TJ, thank you very much, brave man. Um, Howard, you've got our book of the week this week. I do. Um, I've already plugged uh, The Warded Man by Peter V. Brett. I just picked up the second book in the sequel, or second book in the series, uh, The Desert Spear. Uh-huh. And this book took a huge chance by opening with the character that you like least from the first book and spending 180 pages on him. Okay. And I gotta, I gotta applaud Mr. Brett because by the end of that 180 pages, I liked him. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, but I knew that I needed to, and and the book has been awesome and has more of those fantastic stand-up and chair moments that I like. Excellent. And so I recommend it to you, uh, The Desert Spear by Peter V. Brett. It's available at audible.com, or excuse me, audiblepodcast.com slash excuse, where you can go and uh, sign up for a 15-day free trial, download a book, and have it read to you. All right. Um, we're going to co- go on. Ooh, thunder rumbling. Ask that. <laughs> Howard some. The ominous, whatever pact that Howard has made with Peter Brett. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. So were you implying that Howard is the, um, anyway. Um, He does wear black an awful lot and, you know, that beard, kind of scary. It is. That's Um, true. And the forked tail I've always wondered about. (laughs) Wow. Um, All right. I'm going to use one of the ones... <laughs> okay, Sorry, stop I apologize. mocking me. <laughs> okay, oh. listeners at home, if you can't hear the thunder, it's either thunder or someone's beating the crap out of a dumpster outside. <laughs> that dumper dumpster acts. I've got my minions it. on yeah. speed dial. Pound the dumpster harder. <laughs> All right, let's let's okay. do a first paragraph. First paragraph online sent to me by Whitney. The five men stood in a huge room surrounding a large table filled with the last of the magic left in the world. Around them on, the shelf, after sh- on shelf after shelf were all the books they had been able to find that had any mention of magic and the way it could be used. It had taken years to gather all the magical objects and books together. So much had happened since the beginning of the journey that they had undertaken. It had all started when the prophecy, the prophecy and had ended, I'm going to assume the prophecy ended and had ended with the Great Scourge. There's an extra and in there. And Calix Sinfain had gathered his armies and marched on Marnut, the great magical city in the world, starting the, far, the Wars of Domination and killing many of the wilders of magic. After that, the world had changed forever. That is a fantastic paragraph for, you know, backstory sorts of notes to tell you, yeah. the writer, all of the things that you need to include in the first two pages. Um, I think the first two sentences could be reworked to be strong because you've got a setting right. with people mm-hmm. around a table with shiny stuff on it, and they're about to do something either horrible or wonderful. I'm not sure. Yeah, well, now, as, as info-dumpy as that paragraph is... And as awkward as a lot of the phrasing is, I have to say the sentence that these people are standing around a table containing the last of what remains of the world's magic, that was a really cool idea. I love that first sentence. That really jumped Uh out at me. 
Yeah, I, I think it's a great first sentence. I actually would cut everything after that <laughs> and then try to work it into conversation uh -huh. um, and setting across the first two pages. Well, I would, pair, shorten, I would shorten the sentence and punch it yeah. up. The five yeah. men five surrounded. Men. Five, need, you're right. The five men surrounded a table filled with the last magic in the world. Surrounding, yeah. Yeah, something. You could rework that. I mean, there's, there's just yeah. a lot of extra words in here. I'm, this, we'll just go on this. Even though we said cut the rest of the paragraph, mm -hmm. I'm going to look at a few of these sentences to give you suggestions, um, Whitney. Around them, on, the sh on shelf after shelf, were all the books that, had, that they had been able to find that had any mention of magic in the way it could be used. Um, you really need that sentence to be about half the length that it is. Um, it's, it's got lots of extra sentences or words in it. I would say spread around them on, on numerous shelves were the books, were, were each book they had discovered that had any mention of magic. Yeah. So I think the problem with yeah. that is that she's trying to be too accurate yeah. in the description of what's going on. Yeah, and too many, mm -hmm. too many, I mean, they had been able to find, you don't really need that. Um, you know, just, uh, well, and yeah, so that, much of this. That had any mention, there's just too yeah. much going on so, in there. So much of that could be broken down into mm -hmm. dialogue and action, yep. you know, and, and more details. Right. The character, they could be looking yeah. at a book. You know, I, I don't know what the rest of the chapter is like, right. so this suggestion might not work. But for example, they could be looking at a book and say, well, okay, there's nothing in this one, and you yeah. give us the title of it, and he throws it behind him. Right. Uh, there's only five left. We've looked at every other magic book in the entire world. Or, right. Yeah, this, this, is the, this is the last remaining tome on summoning. Well, how do you know? Well, I couldn't find any others. And I well, spent 150 years yeah. looking. Well, but mm -hmm. that's not yeah. proof that there aren't right. any more. Well, it's proof enough for me. Right. And then you have conflict. Right. Or even just a simple give us a character who's doing the scene and have him scan the shelves of books and think about you know, all the effort that went to gather them and say these are the last that are remaining. Um, we're going to go ahead and go um, a little bit extra on this podcast because we spend so much of it just reading. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to go ahead and do one more. Um, and this is a piece sent to me by, um, it doesn't actually say his name. Um, so, um, person... Um, Your move, this? John Smith. Yes, or Jane Smith. <laughs> um, but it starts Wait, like it this. Brandon Nolan? Oh, there it is. There it is. Brandon <laughs> Nolan. Okay. Sorry, Brandon. Yeah. yeah. We, right. we didn't look for your name in the byline of your story. Yeah. Well, it's, it wasn't at the end when he signed it and things. Okay. I'm just dumb. Um, from the Journal of Elijah Gray. It all started nearly 10 years ago when the key tech first came to Earth. At first, we were all fascinated with these gentle giants, these nine-foot-tall, three-eyed monstrosities. We clamored to them, hoping to learn all we could about their technologies, like the secondary skin of metal that they wore infused to their skin, called bioengineized steel. The peoples of Earth greeted these folk with open arms. Um, very odd mix, actually, of... Um of generalities and specifics. Uh -huh. The first yeah. paragraph is probably not where we need to learn the name of their special metal armor. Right, yeah. I would say. But on the other hand, a lot of the other stuff is, is very good. You know, right. It's giving us general background. It all started when these aliens showed up. This is what they looked like, and we thought they were cool. Right. I'm not te a terribly big fan of the all, it all started sentence phrasing. I'd yeah. kind of prefer to just say, 10 years ago, the um, key tech first came to Earth. Um, and go from there. Mm -hmm. um, well, and if it's a journal entry, yeah. I, I do not write journal entries that start with 10 years ago. Right. I might start with a journal entry that says, flipped through my journal and found stuff from 10 years ago, 
you know, about how wonderful the arrival yeah. of the aliens was. Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, something mm -hmm. like that. I mean, um, or if it's my journal, it would say, boy, has it really been 10 years since I wrote in this thing? <laughs> <laughs> well, what's happened? Oh, yeah, Earth was taken over. <laughs> Wow, there's, this, there's your story prompt, um, everybody. Um, I'm going to just counter on Howard. I actually think that it works just fine. There are plenty of okay. people who sit down to write their journal, and they're going to, they start their journal because they're like, so much has happened in my life, it's time to tell the story. Okay. And he's looking back 10 years and starting his journal. Well, I think that's just fine. I, I, I will uh, counter suggest, my counter. I will counter both of them, maybe, or agree with both of them and suggest that it works, but it, it ought to have more personality in it. Yeah, if I think it should. If it's from the journal of Elijah Gray, which, yeah. by the way, I think is a wonderful way to open mm -hmm. this, I would like to see more of Elijah Gray coming out, yeah. more mm -hmm. of his personality and his speech patterns yeah. instead of just... Narrative. Scanning down, it looks like Elijah is the um, is a main character. We um, we have a kind of epigraph start here with like five paragraphs, and then okay. we jump into a narrative with him as a character. I can't see if he's the viewpoint character yet or not. So yeah, I'm definitely going to say that. And I really would like um, if you're going to have a journal like this, it seems like you can get away with a bit more of a zing. Um, yeah. And maybe you've got it here in your first five paragraphs. It reminds me a little bit of um, what's that, that great book, um, The True Meaning of Smack Day, right? If anyone's read it, it's um, a young adult novel that begins, well, I have to, have to write this stupid essay about what Smack Day means to me. Or, um, and, you know, it, you find out that Smack Day is the day the aliens invaded. And he's writing a school report on what the alien invasion oh. meant. And that's how he starts his book, oh, that's um, cool. which is a great little twist on the alien invasion story, he that's, has to write this that's essay. That's totally how it would happen. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think he's sitting in class having to write a, answer an essay question that is, what does Smek Day mean to you? And Smek Day, or something like that, anyway. Um, all right, we're going to go ahead and end um, with the writing prompt, which is what Dan said. Um, you're writing in a journal, and you haven't written it in 10 years, and then you say, ah, oh, man, um, okay, what happened? Earth got invaded. Well, let's start from there. Um, but do this story, but do it silly. <laughs> this has been writing excuses. You're out of excuses. Now go write. Okay. And we're out. Yay. Yay. Don't stop recording. There's applause. <laughs> <laughs> louder, louder. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.